Round one, fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 142nd episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and Audio Technica. I am your extremely humble host, Brendan White. You can find me just about everywhere at Brendan8bit. And joining me today, the second duo podcast in a row, Salim Abraham, who we found at SalimTD. What is going on, my jousting buddy? Whoop, whoop. Um... I don't know, man. What is going on? Do you call me a jousting buddy? Yeah, just because it's, it's you and I now on the the jousting field. Uh, just two blokes with a couple of poles. That's a it. Couple of lances, you know, cup couple of horses and a few big poles, and now uh, we're gonna see who wins. All that BDE, baby. That BDE. <laughs> I had to think for uh-huh. a minute what that was. I'm like, oh yes, yes, I'm with you. Yes, yes, yes. I'm really good, mate. I'm really good. How was your week off last week? It was good. It was it was really good. Um, yeah, keeping busy in the in the work and the home life, and um, took some time to record uh, on the third episode of the Eight Bit Cast. Myself, Jono, Bryce, and Benny uh, coming together to talk uh, all things food from uh, past, present, and future. It was a, it was a good fun episode, and we'll be dropping on the uh, 15th of March, which is pretty exciting. Episode three of the 8-Bit cast, exclusive access at patreon.com forward slash we are 8-Bit. But uh, I had to listen to you and uh, Miss Hart go uh, toe-to-toe on uh, episode 141. It was a good was a good listen. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I forget what we talked about now. All of the but, good uh, things, but there was a lot of passion. All the good things. Yeah. And no doubt a timeless episode. Go back and listen to it. Yeah. If yeah, you have the best. heard it. When when we release a you know a greatest hits album on uh, on CD, it will certainly be one of the episodes on. Oh, it can't be CD because we won't fit more than like two songs on. No, nah, on a CD you could have like a like I think you can have like ten. So maybe we'll be track number six. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's up there. You need something strong at the start, strong at the end, and we're kind of just somewhere in the middle there. Mm. Track six. Definitely our uh, probably first five or six episodes will not make the CD listing just quite. Have you removed those yet? I've no, they're still out there. Ages. They're still out there. They're, I, I should go back and listen to them. Maybe I'm thinking of them like I'm remembering them poorly. Maybe they're actually better than I think. I yeah, I don't know if I'd go that far. Like uh, <laughs> listeners that are, you know, reasonably new or maybe jumped on outside of those first handful of episodes, I probably wouldn't recommend going back because you probably see us in a different light, a much poorer light, uh, a much more clueless light. But uh, it was a hell of a good time. It was a lot of fun. Very sweaty. I remember that. It was very, very sweaty yep. in uh, the room we were recording in. Yeah. Shout out to Kerbo Studio. <clears throat> Beautiful little uh, sweat box that I helped us make magic in those early years. Shout out to Turbo Kerbo. Yeah. Hope, yeah. hope you're doing well, Chief. Mm. I'm sure he is. He's always out there hustling. You know, he's always landing on his feet. He's like a cat. Big, sexy, <laughs> swooshed-haired cat. He's like Costanza. You just can't take him down. He's always oh, yeah. got another out. Yeah, he's he's off eating a Snickers with a knife and fork somewhere, you know, starting <laughs> a uh, candy bar revolution as we speak. How do you eat it? With your hands? Mm. <laughs> but um, um, anyway, Dream, tell me, what have you been playing, doing, anything you've seen this week you want to bring some light to? Let's 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 break it down. 
Um, I'm going to be very quick. Um, this week for me was all about Tekken. Um, so we had Negan and Julia drop between the last episode and this episode. Um, probably not too much to say, really. Julia's Julia. Everyone loves Julia. Um, Negan is surprisingly a lot of fun. Although I do have to say his like sound bites when he gets hit and when he like does some of his moves, it's a little bit annoying. He, he actually, he doesn't just grunt. He actually um, says words. Oh and, no. <laughs> and if you, if you hit him in quick succession, he'll like drop the same sound bite like twice, three times, whatever. And it just sort of overlaps on itself. So just, it's a little bit jarring. Um, such a small criticism though. He's a pretty cool player to watch. He's obviously got Lucille um which uh is his his trusty baseball bat with nails poking out of it um does, his he, um, range art, does he pop anybody's eyeballs out by hitting them really bluntly in the back of the head so spoiler alert if you've never watched the walking dead and that one season where um it's like the cliffhanger and he kills someone um but that scene is effectively his rage art so if he gets his rage art on you um you're effectively like your character's on its knees and he says that line, oh, this one's got a little bit of fight left in him. Uh, and then just starts whacking you in the head with his bat. Oh, damn. Um, That's it, intense. It's, it's pretty brutal. It's it's pretty much like shot for shot, that scene in a rage art. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, so anyway, yeah, great great content. There's an announcement coming up for Tekken. I think it's um, possibly March 11 or 12. I saw that um that notice go up on instagram the other days so hopefully we'll get a bit more of an idea of what's to come in year three of the game in season three um but yeah uh tekken 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 i love it i also have continued my stupid nuzlocke um challenge i couldn't get the job done in pokemon soul silver so i was like fuck it obviously this game's just not good so i'll play pokemon black Mm mm-hmm and I am equally as unsuccessful in this game as well. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, I'm starting to think it might actually be just me, but everyone's dying. <laughs> like, I lost three guys yesterday and I've only got two badges and two Pokemon remaining. So um, it's not great in the Abraham household at the moment. Um, my my Pokemon are all dying around me and it's it's just sad, sad times everywhere. You need you need to pick up the phone and call those couple of NPCs because they seem to have the old Nuzlocke challenge. Not really on lockdown, but they're they're seasoned professionals of this uh of this sort of subgenre, and they seem to have a little bit more survivability than the old uh, Salim Dream Team. Yeah, they they routinely make it at least to like the last like the Pokemon League, and uh, and, and I'm stuck losing losing men on route 32 in between one city and another um anyway so if i if i have something uh more positive to talk about in nuzlocks you'll hear about it again but i think this is where i fall off the nuzlocke train oh wow you're bound uh, out from here well i'm gonna keep trying but i'm just i can't keep coming back to this show and being like yeah more guys died i failed again sorry dad you know, mm. that's that's not going to work. So, I don't know. I'll change tact and see what happens. A little disheartening. Mm. Like, we, we, we thought and expected more of you in this uh, Nuzlocke realm. But, uh, you know what? Mistakes happen. And we know not to hedge our bets against you in this, this space again. I needed that, actually. Nothing motivates me more than when people are railing against me. So, 
Maybe I'll maybe I'll actually win now, Brendan. Oh, see revenge. reverse psychology when the chips are down. When the chips are down, I step up. <laughs> Going all I in. Don't. That's a poker metaphor. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I got that that quite right. But anyway, um, that's me for the week though. And you have been playing uh, a game that uh, I'm keen to talk about. I've seen a little bit. DMC five. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. So I have uh, beaten this absolute gem of a game during the week. Uh, I haven't got around to finishing the video review that I had for all intents and purposes wanted to release over the weekend, but it's still technically Sunday morning. So maybe I could get it out uh, between now and and tonight. Um, That's me touching wood listeners uh, and not in that way, giggity. But yeah, Devil May Cry 5 (laughs) is fantastic. Like in the short version, it is so well done. Capcom are on an absolute freaking roll at the moment. Um, you know, two mm. back-to-back hits and we're not even out of Q1 of 2019 yet. Uh, Devil May Cry 5, it's it's following on from sort of uh, the Devil May Cry 4 ending. It's a couple of years uh, after that. So you've got uh, some sort of familiarity with the storyline and some of the characters. Obviously, you've got Dante Nero and the new character V, uh, who is a bit of a dude in his own right. Uh, peeling back the curtain for a little bit here, uh, as we were recording, um, Dream has just wandered off and he's just in his jocks today. Strictly Sorry, jocks. Just... <laughs> um, threw me off my threw me off my talking points. But uh, so Dream I just and the Max I still have the fan on and the window open, which are both big recording <laughs> no-nos. <laughs> ah, Dream, you're on fire. Sorry, mate. You know, if that was a Nuzlocke challenge, you'd have failed that too. So, uh, yeah. But um, no, man, it is, it is so good. The... The combat, anyone that's that's played any iteration of Devil May Cry over the years knows that the, the combat and the soundtrack are probably the two biggest core ingredients of, of what make this franchise special. You know, you, you, you're chaining combos, trying to get your triple S ranks on, on missions and, and doing insane chains of, of projectile-based weaponry to, to melee combat and back and forth with air juggles combined with like this crazy pulsing ass soundtrack of like massive beats or like gothic tones it's it's so good it just keeps the heart pumping like you're sort of almost attacking in rhythm and and just whooping ass left right and center the um the the characters all play like super different from each other um i was looking at some gameplay footage i like v i like the idea of like this person who's kind of got these npc summons around him that just romp um have you got a favorite i'm i'm still a sucker for dante on nero maybe it is because it's just familiar to me like dante is obviously the the guy you initially cut your teeth on um and and truth be told v he takes a little bit of getting used to because he is so damn different like obviously his play style and his personality like the other two are more brazen and and you know more dude bro-y college jock humor where this guy's a little bit more of a straight shoot a bit more quiet bit more mysterious but i like that he doesn't sort of directly attack the enemy obviously he's got um two beasts that he can summon he's got a raven that he summons it sort of acts almost like he's his guns and then this uh, panther that almost acts as the melee stand in so mm. it's cool getting that yin and yang where prior when you're playing as dante or nero you're used to being up in the enemy's face slashing and shooting till you know till hell comes to town but um yeah, V, it's it's more calculated with how you go about things. You're sort of keeping more distance between you and, and the enemy. So it can be a little unnatural, I think, at first mm. for those first few missions when you are 
um, experience him the play style changes, but I warmed to him over time, uh, and I liked there there was that diversity because there's what I think there's twenty twenty ish missions in the game in total. So you do get sort of different sprinklings of jumping in and out of certain characters. You do have some flexibility to pick in certain uh, missions as well who you want to play as, but he is cool. And I like that they have sort of mixed up that meta uh, to Devil May Cry 5 by bringing this new guy in because uh, he's, he's a bit of a boss, just this quiet brooding type of fella. Nero's punchline move looks pretty sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Nero... Yeah. Nero's gangster, like obviously he's got the the Devil Breaker arm, which can do everything. You can you know use it as a missile, as a rocket board. You can get so many different variations of this robotic arm, um, and and he's really stepped up. He's sort of probably my favorite guy to play with in the in out of the three now, um, and mm. he is the most satisfying I think uh, to run around as. I like his move set. I like his uh, variety and just his juggle ability with enemies. Uh, you can do so much stuff. To, to the massive assortment of enemies available in this game. I love the animal models. The graphics in this game are second to none. Like they're using the RE engine, uh, the engine that mm. Capcom made uh, that first debuted with Resident Evil 7 uh, and now with Resident Evil 2 Remake and they're using it now in um, Devil May Cry 5. And holy shit, this game looks good. It looks yeah. great. Like I'm, I'm playing on the PS4 Pro and it does make the old uh, pro sound a little bit jet engine like at times you can hear the fans <laughs> working overtime to pump all those teraflops um you know down that hdmi cable but uh it looks really good really good and, and one of the big sort of strengths with that re engine is the sort of facial and the character models that's one of the, the sort of the, the feathers that they sort of place in their cap as far as one of the strengths of that engine and you can really see it with the interactions with the the three leads or with lady and, and the other characters running around the the dmc5 universe it's so good man you are Ari, i mean a dmc guy have you played much of the franchise i played dmc2 one on playstation 2 Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's my only experience with this uh, this particular series um, so but I, I have like a really good idea of like what it's all about it's just going hell for leather killing demons kicking ass taking names that kind of dealio um, I have played actually I did play four a little bit at okay. a first place once but anyway so I, I have a rough idea about like the game mechanics what it's all about but story-wise i have absolutely no idea and i was reading that um this game it jumps around the timeline a lot the timeline's not linear mm. you're jumping between certain moments in the past and in the future within like a certain i think it was it said it was like over a matter of months is that right yeah 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 so it's, yeah. it's nothing too where you're sitting there trying to work out like it's not like you're watching lost or something and you just completely <laughs> completely <laughs> you know moot to what With- the hell's going on around you but um yeah yeah, it's, it, it follows a timeline of, it's it's I think it's, yeah. I never once when I was playing this game sort of got confused and went, hang on, where are we up to now? What's going on? Like the way it connects the breadcrumbs between each of the missions, um, especially with the cut scenes and um, you know, general story flow, it, it makes sense from the jump. And, and you don't need to have played any of the originals to um, jump in and understand what's going on. There's no sort of yeah, barrier nice. to entry on the story, which is great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like... I like what Capcom have done with this. Like the, the the fighting styles, there's a bit more weight to them. I think is is a good way to describe it. Like it's not as fast and free flowing as say Devil May Cry Four, uh, but it's sort yeah. of somewhere in between. It's sort of just a slight step back. It's still quick as hell, and you 
you know, making laser light shows of viscera across the screen, you know, at every, at every instance. But, um, yeah, I like that Capcom have mixed it up a little bit and, and sort of just done slight little changes like that to keep the gameplay feeling fresh. Mm. Cool. Nice mm. one. I, um, I, yeah, story-wise, is it effectively there's Big Bad Demon coming to town? Pretty much. Pretty much. You yeah. know, you're, you're, you're demon hunters, you're killing demons, you're making jokes. Um, you know, Dante, <laughs> Dante's got like some of the weaponry that he's rocking in, in, this, in this game as opposed to some of the others. Like, obviously, they like to sort of just jump into hilarious insanity like he's got a demonic hat um and he's also got like a motorcycle that he can turn into giant chainsaw swords like stuff like that it's just it's it's bonkers but it works awesome. and it like it somehow all fits into the realm enough like they sort of they're very self-aware i think with this game what does the hat do what is what is he th- is he throwing it yeah yeah he's yeah. throwing the hat yeah but uh, and it uses red orbs as ammunition that you can pick up in game <laughs> but it's pretty bonkers sounds like a james bond villain yeah on on the weapon front um quick little sort of peel back behind the curtain in i wrote this down because i, I thought it'd be good to to sort of share mission 11 um go jump online check out google uh just search for sort of the guide to try and get the double kalina and rocket launchers uh they are absolutely filthy and you can actually yeah dual world rocket launchers to do all kinds of chain abilities and, and when you are fighting large mobs the aoe like in the splash damage that you can sort of pop on these things is second to none like it you can sort of change your loadout to have one and then maybe a, a sword or a pistol to sort of lighten the load between brute force and sort of more precision but yeah check out the uh the, the double kalina and rocket launcher mission guide there there's a sort of a couple of things you got to do to find like a secret mission area in that level to get it but it's it's well worth the investment um and it, and it can add some fucking chaos to your combo multipliers that or the hat that hat. yeah <laughs> all the, all the watch you know, out for the hat or the motorcycle you know chainsaw blade motorcycle thing like it is fuck? just i can't even yeah all right i'm gonna i'm gonna have to watch more and, and play sub because i can't even fathom what that actually means double chainsaw motorcycle yeah chainsaw. it's 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 bonkers but this game is is really 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 good and you can see all already from the initial reviews like it's getting nines 9.5s from some of the, the the various outlets out there like it is getting praise pretty universally out there and it's one one of the biggest probably hack and slash titles out there as far as sort of brand recognition goes and they've just stuck the landing on this so well how much time have you put into it how much how much time to beat it, it depends like obviously because this this is a game that sort of rewards replayability of levels going back and getting the, the various things in game or, or getting the, the the various orbs and everything else that are mm. roaming around the the world so depending on how much of a collector and a hunter you are in this game like you could have probably in excess of 20-ish hours um i think i think it took me about 12 hours to clock the game right. so it's not bad like it's meaty you know you've got your your 20-ish missions or so and then your your various sort of replays to to try and find the various secrets and stuff like that so there's there's a good amount of content there and it's just hella fun it's such a fun game to play um and you feel like a badass you know it's mm. it's it's a feeling you don't get in many games like the other game that i can think of recent note that i've played that you sort of have this level of badass feeling is probably god of war when you're kratos yeah just this fucking hulking beast just wrecking shop like and that's got this sort of feeling to it as well just with more more sort of dude bro humor cool, cool but it's great cool, cool. it is great. it's obviously a recommend 
100 percent. Yeah. like if, if you're looking for a game to pick up like it's tough because it is such a such a massive sort of time for games at the moment with a ton of massive titles releasing over the previous weeks as well as this coming week we've got you know division two coming out this week for example so it's it's sort of you've got to pick and choose your battles uh but devil may cry 5 i could not highly recommend this game enough like it is so good it is so good and capcom i'm i'm, I'm hiccuping here and money out of my voice i'm getting so excited about devil may cry 5 but capcom kudos to you guys like you've probably been a bit sort of off the mark in recent years but you know if this is a sign of things to come two massive titles within the first three months both kicking ass crushing it selling well doing well yeah i'm excited but um on, on another related note of things i've been playing uh exciting times ahead people actually this past week got my two first uh apex legends victories one solo rando victory on the xbox one with just two other joe schmoes and then uh, on the pc with uh rach and hideous adams uh kicking that ass so it was pretty exciting felt really good i'm really starting to get into a groove with that game are you still playing apex at all dream or have you sort of fallen off a little bit not not for any particular reason i think the last time i played it i was playing with um with with my my arch rival mu um who's my my tekken rival um Mm -hmm. yeah we were just arguing the whole time We we were just arguing um arguing about jump zone like jump spots arguing about where to go arguing about who should have what weapon why are you using the sniper you clearly don't know how to use a sniper move like just constantly back and forth and that that i think was a solid two hours of just yelling at each other so after that i basically put the sticks down on on apex legends um i, I do i will go back and play it i think it's just been a um time time thing for me this last week Mm-hmm. I've noticed though, like I said it last week, man, I've noticed that there's been a lot of players dropping off of it from the initial like hype. It's pretty noticeable when you look at things like Twitch numbers, mm-hmm. um, that the game's not holding top spot at all anymore, um, which is fine. Like it's, it's rare for that to actually happen. I think it only has happened with Dota, League of Legends. And like CSGO. And, and CSGO. And then of course, uh, Fallout. No, Fortnite. not Fallout, sorry. Fortnite. <laughs> we wish Fortnite For- held the top spot because it's a great franchise. Fallout wishes. Fallout wishes it could hold the top spot. Um, yeah, so it's, I know that's rare, but like I, I think Apex Legends had a, had a glimmer of that where we thought, oh, maybe this will be the you know the new Fortnite. But anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see, like obviously on the back of that, season eight of Fortnite has popped recently. So I think that's probably led to that new newfound interest and, and excitement attached to that ip again and, and we've got the battle pass coming out for apex soon so maybe we will see a positive trend again for that once we see the what they're going to play out for that first season uh they've got characters that are going to be popping in as well so new champions uh maybe a new map who knows because uh, king's canyon is a great map but they're going to need to sort of shuffle that deck a little bit as far as environments and, and locations go to maintain that longevity um but i don't know i'm keen I'm, I'm loving this game and the more i play it the more comfortable i get with how to play if that makes sense at all like who are you maining i'm, I'm maining wraith um predominantly but uh if if wraith gets taken i'll switch to bangalore and if she gets taken i'll switch to lifeline so i've sort yeah. of got got those three as my main rotation and um i'm just learning to play a lot more aggressive 
I think with these games, when you know you've only got one life, you naturally sort of stand back, try and preserve that health and make it to the final dance. But at the moment, when I do see enemies engaging or see someone, you know, in, in the you know in the sights down down the line or in in my vicinity um i'm naturally now starting to push towards them and try and engage doesn't always work obviously there's people Mm. that are a lot freaking better than me at this game but i'm i'm sort of faring pretty well in in sort of shootouts now and and doing good damage and, and getting a few kills a game which is nice so uh yeah i love this game it's just good comfort food it is yeah and it's like these battle royale games it's so easy to pick up and put down Mm-hmm. like i think that's like that's that's kind of like the, the 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 little bit of gold there with these games you can literally jump on and play for 10 minutes two hours whatever and you'll just have a good experience if you love these games yeah um yeah. and it's always like it's got that what just one more game it's got that you know mm-hmm. that little bit of cocaine in there just to keep you hooked so that's it anyway yes anyway. yes yes so that's what we've been playing uh quick little bit of housekeeping uh, first and foremost, head over to youtube.com forward slash we are 8 bit. We've got some video reviews and previews. We've got a half informed of Crackdown 3 by Sammy Deej up there. We've got a Life is Strange 2 episode 2 review up on the uh, YouTube as well. And soon to be video reviews on Metro Exodus and Devil May Cry 5 by yours truly once those edits get completed. So a nice tasty gathering of video content there on four current games uh some critically praised such as devil may cry 5 life is strange 2 some not so critically praised like uh crackdown 3 but uh, give it a look see what you think uh if you do have xbox game pass you can get crackdown 3 for free uh also patreon.com forward slash we are 8-bit for the low price of one dollar you can get early access to the 8-bit cast which is obviously our twice monthly conversational podcast featuring various members of the 8-Bit Collective and potentially soon-to-be people from the greater gaming community coming together to talk all things, not video games, but uh, it's a hell of a time. Episode 2 is available early access now. It should go full release in five days. And then on the back of that, we're going to have Episode 3 dropping and then Episode 4 dropping on April 1st, uh, starring myself, Dash, and a few others, which is exciting. But uh, if you wanted to throw a little bit more than just a dollar, we've got four other tiers that are going to give you some pretty pretty fantastic perks, limited edition merch, limited edition access to other giveaways and competitions, as well as the opportunity to be immortalized in the 8-Bit Family Portrait, which is actually just starting to get drawn up now. So you'll see some sneak previews on that over the coming weeks as well, which is pretty goddamn cool. But... One last thing before we go into the news. iTunes Review of the Week. And this review comes via way a Pineapple 156 via the Australian iTunes charts or the Apple Podcast charts, depending on if you're on platform of mobile or PC. And the review reads, very good, five stars. And then the review reads in more detail, very yeet. What's a yeet? It's, I think it's sort of like a word that can be used in many regards. Like you can say yeet is in awesome or cool, or you could say that's yeet is in maybe it's all right. I'm okay. going to take it as awesome or cool. Very yeet is like, yeah, we're, we're radical, man. Like we're hip with the kids. Are we, are we out of touch? Is it, it's not like skeet, is it? Nah, nah, skeet's a bad skeet? word. Yeah. Skeet's, skeet's, yeah, skeet's. Skeet, 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 skis, all those, all those ski types of words are usually negative connotations Ye- attached to them. Yeah, I hope this is a good one. 
Yeet not skeet. Thanks, Pineapple156. Yeah. Um, I have never felt older than I do right now trying to describe what the term yeet means, but... Um, Definitely showing our age. Yeah, we're, we're positive, positive, uh, no, positive people, so we're going to take that as like very awesome, very radical man, <laughs> uh, very lit fam. <laughs> You're an absolute legend, Pineapple156 yes um, it's pineapple i'm interested to know i'm interested to know why you are pineapple 156 where does the pineapple come from and why are 155 other people also pineapple mm. all I don't know. good questions i think very true very true and that's that's something we may never get answers to who knows mm. hopefully one day we do but uh while we're all dwelling the uh the thoughts on pineapple 156 and his origin story be sure to rate review subscribe us as well as all the other members of the hashtag APIC Collective, as well as all the other podcasts you listen to on those podcast platforms of choice because it takes not much time and means an awful lot to us. It helps keep those emotional lights on in our hearts, keeps us relevant, keeps us tracking in the respective iTunes, Spotify, or whatever charts because uh, it's the best and it's our lifeblood. So please spare 30 seconds, 60 seconds, depending on how in-depth you want to write that review, just make it happen because it means the world to us and we thank you in advance for doing so. On to the news. This week's news headlines. Alrighty, a couple of quick hits for your dream. First one, original PUBG map Wrangle is getting a remaster with building placement and art changing soon. Hashtag, who the fuck cares? Who's playing PUBG anymore? Not me. Yep, yeah. Uh, is it is it weird to have a remaster like two years after the game's released? Yeah. Is that, is that the right yeah. word we should be using? It's getting this- an update. This feels exactly like Malibu Stacy with new yeah, hat. Yeah. She's got a new hat. <laughs> you know, the Wayland Smithers of PUBG is waiting for this patch to drop so he can get on at day one and make it happen. Uh, but yeah, power to you, PUBG and player unknown, even though you're still just, you know, swimming in your, your pool of money. But uh, your game, your game's trash now, son. No one cares. But how do you think he feels? I don't think he cares. He's He's... As I said, he's probably wearing a suit made of gold bullion. Like he's just yeah. got gold bars hanging out of his ears like earrings. With a sick Dante hat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it uses a weapon. Just throws it at people in board meetings. Like Kung Lao from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Another little quick hitter. It's Grant Enix's Octopath Traveler, the 16-bit style turn-based role-playing game for the Nintendo Switch, is getting a sequel. Or rather, a prequel. This time for mobile devices known as Octopath Traveler, champion of the continent. I enjoyed Octopath. Mm. I uh, I still haven't finished it. I've gotten pretty deep on the game, but um, I've enjoyed it. But I did sort of fall off the wagon. I didn't enjoy it as much as some of the other people in the, in the wider gaming community uh, did. Just because it was very same-same to me. Uh, it felt like rinse and repeat for the good portion of the of the experience that I had, but I really liked the art style. The characters were great. Some of the story was pretty good, but it was just, I don't know, it just didn't completely scratch the itch I was looking for. But now you can take it with you on your mobile. iOS, Android, get amongst it. Soon. It's not out right now. Yeah, soon, soon. Um, And of course, Ali will get another crack at playing the dancer, her favorite favorite class in that game. Mm -hmm. Yep. Power to the dancer. I look forward to hearing her MA rated retelling of that. (laughs) character's backstory it's part of her charm isn't it 
So just like she should be an oral historian. She should just <laughs> tell great tales, retell great tales uh, using <laughs> using that that sick and twisted mind of hers. Oh yeah, Missy Ali. Imagine that audiobooks by Ali Hart, and you know she could just grab even like kids' books, Goosebumps books, and just put a spin on them all. I would love for her to just like research the Trump administration and then just like do her best to just like talk through all the crazy <laughs> shit that's happened there. Um, just something like super serious, like World War Two. Like just hearing her be like, and then Germany was like, "Well, fuck, let's invade." Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the American general, after seeing what the fuck went down at Normandy, went, "We probably shouldn't have landed there." <laughs> yeah. And then some other stuff happened and then the Americans came. <laughs> yeah. And then Tom Hanks came in and saved the day. <laughs> um, all right. That's uh, Ali's Oral Histories, the new 8-bit collective podcast coming to a podcast app near you. And, and audio books. I think we could put it on like Kindles. Oh no, and that's how, not audio. Yeah. That's 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 electronic books. Um, audible, audible, audible. That's audible. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. So the next bit of news: Dark Souls creator would love to try making a battle royale game. I had to look at that headline sentence to see if it made sense. <laughs> would love to try and make a battle royale game. Dark Souls creator would love to try making a battle royale game. It makes sense, but it doesn't, does it? it sounds strange. It- it does it does make sense i think the apostrophes around love are throwing you off a little bit there maybe yeah um but yeah. I, I think it makes sense um maybe. and so does ign because this comes via way of ign news and uh it says dark souls creator and from software director Hedetaka miyazaki reveals he's got his eye on the battle royale genre Miyazaki, best known for his work on such titles as Dark Souls and Bloodborne, has revealed that he's not only keeping tabs on the Battle Royale and live services phenomenon, but that he'd love to have a crack at them someday. Can, can I ask, before we go through this one, is he, he is also doing Sekiro, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, cool. I'm so hyped for Sekiro, it's not funny. Yeah. Um, how would you, how would he do a Battle Royale game, do you think? Samurai's. I'd I'd just rip off Sekiro and turn it into, turn it into like Tenchu, but like battle royale version where a hundred or sixty, whatever frequency of, of samurai drop into a map, and you, yeah. you can grab blades, you can grab throwing stars, uh, throwing knives, shuriken, that kind of stuff. I uh, I would like to see how obviously these titles are made famous just because they're like incredibly difficult. And the whole idea behind them is learning through failure, failing, 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 failing until you actually learn enough to overcome the challenge in front of you. Um, so there's not a lot of room in battle royales for repetition. Um, I don't understand how that idea could translate into a battle royale game. I think it's got to be more style. Like I just suggesting. sold it to you, mate. Samurai battle royale. Sign me up or ninja battle royale. I mean, I, could, I, I would love a Ninja Battle Royale. We just running around throwing throwing stars at yeah. each other. Yeah, how good would that be? Yeah. Smoke bomb. Bring out the poison rice from Tenchu. So if you know that could act, it looks just like a health pack. So there's the risk reward of if you're low on health, you can pick up the poison rice. Think it's normal rice and eat it and replenish your HP, or you eat and it's poisoned, lower your HP and potentially die. Hmm. I like that. We should make this game. Hell yeah! Why are we waiting for someone else to do it for us? We're just throwing money away. You've you've got some some 
makeshift uh, game development skills? I have none. I, I can I can work the creative side of it, but that's all I've got to add. Uh, I've half finished a Linda course. Yeah, yeah, I can I can I can get it done. Um, <laughs> all right, man. Stay tuned. Let's we'll uh, just sorted. sign this episode off right now, and uh, you know, sit down in in the in the laboratory and start putting this thing together. All we need to do is, based on the fact that we've discussed it here, is just throw a lawsuit at whoever actually makes this game. We could be rich. We could mm. be rich. They're st- stealing our IP. This yeah, is 8-bit, so, hashtag 8-bit IP. So this IP is was... Uh, yeah, this IP was discussed, confirmed, and created on the 10th of March, 2019 at 10.07 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. 11.07 am for everyone outside of queensland so uh yeah patent pending suckers this is ours now <laughs> yeet yeet <laughs> <laughs> yeet legends there we go all right so the next bit of news <laughs> sony Sorry. launches ps4 remote play for ios and this comes via way of rebecca valentine at gamesindustry.biz Sony has launched the PS4 Remote Play app for iPhone and iPad, which allow users to access and play games on their PS4 from their mobile device. With the app downloaded, users can pair their PS4 with it and then open the home screen, launch and play games, connect to voice chats, and send messages. A PSN account is required, and the device must be connected to a Wi-Fi network. For navigation, PS4 controller buttons are overlaid onto the mobile screen. DualShock 4 controllers are not compatible with the app for now. Though some third-party controllers may work. Talking Bluetooth controllers, you've seen it done before with a heap of mobile games. And in the past, Sony has allowed remote play on the Vita, Windows, and Mac. Though there has been no remote play app uh, announced for Android just yet, an Xperia phone version of the app launched in 2014 indicates that one may be possible in the future. What do you think about this dream? I know the thought of being able to play Tekken while you're pooing at work, in the office... Is probably very appealing to you. What do you reckon? You're right. It is appealing. It is very appealing to me. Um, I do enjoy a good poo. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Hashtag snap gaming taken to the next level. It is. It is. Yeah. It's it's Sony really upping the snap game mm-hmm. game. It's yeah. Look, I mean, this is only obviously a good thing. Um, it, it just depends. I mean, you and I sort of briefly talked about this um, as a as a headline before the show, and you mentioned that when you tried this remote play, I think it was probably you know eighteen months ago now. I think yeah. when you initially tried it, we were, we were still bloody recording. You were still in Sydney, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. So it was a while ago. Yeah. Um, you said that it was quite clunky, um, and it just wasn't really uh, a great user experience on whole. So in that regard, even though it's there, you'd never do it. If it is actually quite smooth, um, I think that this is something people will certainly adopt. I have always had a hard time, though, playing any kind of game on the mobile where you're using, like, just, like, they'll just print buttons on the screen. Yeah. I, I play Final Fantasy IX a lot on my mobile, and it's not quite a smooth experience. So maybe a Bluetooth device is the solution there. Um, I, I think this is only a good thing, though um more games in more places you know what do you think i'm um, i'm with you i'm with you i think it's i think it's great that you can hypothetically take your you know home console gaming catalog with you on the road i think that's cool uh, i'm with you 
in regards to the the ui as far as the controller overlay on the screen i fucking hate that the fact that it sort of takes up probably a third of your screen real estate Um, yeah and and i think because you don't get that tactile feedback when you are inputting those commands Mm. you sort of lose a bit of the the sort of um immersion of the game itself so if you can just get a generic bluetooth controller uh, happy days but yeah dream as you said i tried this initially um on my laptop when i was traveling i can't remember where i was but i was traveling with work so i, I did the the remote play uh, via my playstation 4 onto my laptop and just the for one the latency between controller input and gaming is noticeable uh, and mm. then there was just so much tear and bleed and just delay between laptop and playstation that just made it unplayable for me i I persisted with it for about half an hour and it was just not a good time actually sort of turned me off the thought sorry i was just gonna say i think this will get better over time though it's not just sony that's looking at this um and i'm sure microsoft in their own way and nintendo are probably looking at this as well but there are actually other companies and startups out there that are that are taking the hardware out of gaming by um having like hardware on site somewhere on something like a you know like a storage farm or whatever they call them and, a data center um, a data center thank you and just shipping out like devices which just give you the bare minimum to be able to remotely stream from those machines yeah um there's a company called blade i think that's a that's a small startup that's looking at this at the moment i think that as yeah as you know they can address latency maybe if um uh servers are, are closer to your location um and of course things like the 5g network that's rolling out hopefully is gonna solve a couple of these as well these problems it'll just get better and it'll get easier and more convenient so i i do like it and i think it it, it makes it interesting or it, it begs the question what do you do with things like the nintendo switch for portability if portability is solved just on your phone then you don't necessarily need the switch anymore or like devices like it obviously we're talking in the future yeah, it's it's very interesting, and and some markets this is great for. Not so much for the Australian market as of today, because obviously everyone that resides here knows that our network infrastructure is usually pretty freaking shit house. So, being able to get the optimum sort of data speeds for your up and down to make this a feasible service is not quite there just yet. So maybe in a few years when they forego trying to pump internet down copper and actually go, you know what, let's do a fiber backbone and use light to, to sort of speed up our internet services, it would become more mm. um, more of a realistic offering. Like Europe yeah. and UK and United States, this would be great for because their network, or even New Zealand, their network infrastructure is pretty freaking great. So you won't hear of any of the teething problems that we just mentioned. But yeah, here in Australia, good luck. Good luck yeah, with, with streaming <laughs> you know, HD video um with sort of input and output based commands to play video games in real time it's a great idea as you said dream having games accessible to you anywhere on any platform is not a bad thing but we're just a little behind the eight ball here in australia Mm. but we'll see Mm. we'll see we shall see yeah it's interesting good times though good time to be a gamer as we say on every other episode i think and the last bit of news we want to bring to the hungry table this week, EA forgoes EA Play press conference for E3. And this comes via way of Rebecca Valentine again at gamesindustry.biz. Been busy writing well, fantastic content. 
Yeah. Mm. She is uh, beating down doors, breaking open stories, getting the exclusives. Good on you, Rebecca Valentine. Keep them coming. So to so today, EA, oh, this article came out two days ago. So two days ago, EA announced its plans for its yearly pre-E3 Los Angeles event. Plans which did not include the company's usual announcement field press conference. This year, EA Play will take place from June 7th through June 9th and will begin on the Friday evening with multiple live streaming events to showcase off-gameplay from upcoming titles. On the Saturday and Sunday, EA will hold its usual free-for-everyone FanFest event at the Hollywood Palladium. The event will include hands-on demos of upcoming games and will also allow content creators to stream live gameplay on location. EA's announcements still contain mention of, in quotes, exclusive gameplay reveals and breaking news indicating that uh, the company foregoing a press conference does not mean the event will be devoid of announcements. Rather, EA indicated that the shifting event to less talk and more play was to focus on the player communities for its games. So this is uh, not the first time we've heard this E3 is going to be uh, devoid of press. It's just going to be like another Microsoft event, basically, at this point. Yeah, like now we've got no Sony. We've got no EA. We've got some of the other smaller outlets not really having representation there on the big big stage at E3. Do you think Devolver will actually be in E3 now instead of out in the parking lot? Yeah. See, I think because they're so rock star, even if they got offered... like Obviously, they do probably get offered year-on-year space in the hall. They go, you know what? We're, we're not going to adhere to your requirements because probably they can't have dildo like dicks and stuff in you know the la convention center probably that's why they do it in that car park because it's a bit more lewd and and crass so yeah i don't think they want to sort of tow that company line so to speak but um yeah maybe who knows maybe we'll see them on the show floor (laughs) instead of in a car park two doors down from hooters um so my power board just made a real sharp crackling noise yep um so this this podcast might stop early if uh, something catches fire in my room right now i'll let you know Okay, appreciate yeah. you. If you hear yelling, we'll keep it all in. We'll keep it all in the show. Yeah. <laughs> Provided that I can export the file at the end of this file. But um, but yeah, just letting mm. you know, my life is in danger right now. This is what I bring to the table. Yeah, I have watched yeah. Backdraft a few times. Um, obviously, the, the firefighting film starring Kurt Russell. So I do know the escalation process is required that I can step you through to escape that room safely and uh, live a full and wholesome life. So... Keep me up to date and uh, I'll step you through it if I need to. I'm like veering away from it <laughs> just in case it explodes. Anyway, let's go. Um, EA not going to be there. Like I, I don't get excited for EA titles. Mm. I mean, there's not really any... What do you mean? You're not hyped to see another 20 minutes of Command & Conquer Mobile? <laughs> um, of course I am. Don't be absurd. Um no, I just, I regard, to be honest with you, and I feel like my finger's off the EA pulse a little bit. Aside from the obvious, you know, usual year in, year out, Madden, FIFA titles, I have no idea what's down the, in the pipeline for these guys. Um, but yeah, okay, apparently enough to fill a, a three-day event on their own. Mm, I've, I've been to the, uh, the EA Play event. I was there in 2017, and it was great. Like, it's massive, huge area filled with, um you know game game stations to play whether it be recently released games upcoming games getting access to to demos of of certain titles uh they had massive sort of um people performing i saw naz of all people you know american hip-hop artist naz Love naz 
um, did sort of a set of an evening at this EA Play thing. It was so bizarre, but it was so goddamn great. Um, so you see a bit of everything there. I feel for the general public for that weekend though. Like, And luckily I got to jump the queues because I had sort of the media credentials. But I was talking to just sort of random punters um, in there when I was playing games and things. And that some of them were waiting for like four hours to get into this thing. I, I don't mean to be like dismissive it sucks waiting in queues and i've never waited in a queue in my life to play any game that's like more than five or ten minutes i like anyone who stays for hours just the dedication blows me away like Mm. i they that's just like a virtue of like a a show of patience that i just cannot fathom yeah like it's admirable like uh you you talk to people we know when and at the various conventions we attend and and some of the some of the people that we know that queue up for two three hours to get 15 20 minutes of hands-on with the game and sometimes that game's coming out the next month like yeah and like and like let me clarify that it's not that i get to play any game or jump the queue or anything like that it's just if i know i have to wait that long i'm just like fuck it i'll just wait a month i'm not waiting two hours right now or however long it is anyway Yeah, anyway yeah but that's that's the con life son you know, any of these gaming conventions and events, uh, there's going to be queues. It's mm. it's just like, or any convention, you know, not just gaming, concerts, everything like that. It's it's uh, par for the course, which which sucks, but maybe it makes playing that demo feel that much better when you do know that the juice was worth the squeeze. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I wish we had answers to how we could work out workflow and maximize um conventions like that as far as lessening time wastage i'm wondering now if i just like like am i i'm asking myself like existential sort of questions now like do i care about things enough you know like will i ever love something enough to wait for it in the way that some people at cons would wait to play a game very hard questions very mm, hard questions to that's answer. deep man yeah i'm like it's this is really fucked up. This is going to fuck me up all day now. Yeah. Like, this, this, like, what is life? We could unpack this on an epic cast soon. You know, it's it's some next level next level depth here that mm. we're not used to at the Hungry Gamers, that's for sure. Um, Interesting. You know, we yeah. we, we, we mm. wait around in the kiddie pool, but we've just jumped into Mariana's Trench right now. Like it is, it's deep here. All right. Well, let me, I'll come back to you with an answer on that next week. How about that? Okay. Looking I'll, t- forward I'll to tweet it. about it. I'll tweet about it between this week and next week. <laughs> what is life? What is life? <laughs> that is the question, my friend. Uh, okay, that is it for the news. Yeah, so that's the news for the week. Um, did you want to? Did you want to lead off and, and champion and chair this uh, segment we're going to be debuting here to yeah, round sure. out episode one forty two? Okay, sure. Uh, last week, I signed off by saying we're working out who's going to be on, and Ali said it was me and you. And uh, and I was like, you know what? I want to argue with Brendan. I like uh, I like a good argue argument. You know that about me? I'm, Can uh, I'm always happy to argue just about anything. Doesn't matter if I actually have a stake in the thing, if I know anything about it, if I know nothing about it. I'm just a big fan of arguing. You are the and, eternal um, square peg in the round hole. That's right. Thank you. It's another thing for me to think deeply about. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess during the week, we were sort of talking about what we we're going to do for the episode. And um, and I thought a debate would be fun. And uh, to sell you on it, I just came up with debate bit. 
which mm-hmm. is the name. No idea on what we'll actually do. Um, but you and I were talking earlier about like things we should debate and uh, we decided <laughs> whether this will be a good idea or not, we'll, we'll find out in a moment. But having n- never played uh, any Shenmue game, having not followed the Kickstarter all that much, having not followed any part of the development of Shenmue 3, you and I decided that it might be a good idea to debate whether or not getting on board with Shenmue 3 would be a good idea and whether or not you should or shouldn't buy the game when it comes out on August 27th later this year. So we're going to have a good old-fashioned debate, old-school debate, normal rules, classical rules, not not this new age hip debate bullshit that we exactly. see in the schools these days, first speaker, second speaker and the such. Um, you and I are going to be for and against. I think I'm for, you're against. Yes, is that right? Yep. Yes, that we is right. Just decide. I think both of us secretly are against anyway, but but I think I've got a pretty good case for the four, and um, we'll have sixty seconds each to to uh, make our case, and then a further thirty seconds afterwards to refute and just basically shut the other argument down. Um, this could be an absolute uh, pile of mess, or this could be some of the most quality audio listening that you will do this year listener so (laughs) we don't know we don't know this could be classical jazz this could be just fucking a nightmare who knows but uh yeah shenmue 3 do we need to introduce what shenmue 3 is no before we get into this i think think anyone anyone that's a gamer or have played any form of game in their lifetime should know what uh shenmue is uh, it's a fabled franchise. It has been out for quite a while. Uh, made its debut on the uh, the Dreamcast, if I remember correctly. But I'm not completely confident in that answer because I have no skin in the game of Shenmue, just like you. Which makes us <laughs> I really even better. Want to stress that. I really want to stress <laughs> that neither of us have played any of these games. Know mm. um, nothing really about it. Have had equal equally as long to research our arguments here. Um, which was like the three minutes in the lead up to this show today. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Yeah. So we, we, you know, anyone that's listened to a hungry games episode knows we play things pretty fast and loose and, uh, it is going to be very evident here with, uh, the first episode of debate bit. Uh, so, mm. uh, Mr. Speaker, I'm about to start your stopwatch. Do you want to lead us off on the affirmative? For Shenmue 3. Okay, let me just... I'm just looking at my points. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah, let's do all it. All right, starting now. Okay, so uh, I think one of the reasons... Uh, one of the biggest indicators that this game will actually be a huge success is that the Kickstarter was the most successful Kickstarter um, at the time. It earned $2 million in just under eight hours from fans. It's raised $6.7 million so far, which means that it's hit a vast majority of its stretch goals as well. So... There are so many people behind this supporting this game. That's got to that's got to mean something. Shenmue One and Two are just revenge um, games. Apparently, thirty seconds so play... remaining. All right, all right, Mr. Speaker. So you play Ryu, who's avenging the death of his father. There's a lot of kung fu involved, but the games were quite revolutionary at the time. They had a lot of things that were in games, uh, weren't in games too much later. Like it's an open world. They had day-night cycles, quick time events, mini games, and they also had gambling. Now I'm a big fan of gambling. If you're under 18, you can't get into a casino right now. So this is the closest thing you've got. As I always say, no gamble, no future. So get started young, learn the game. Shenmue 3 will take you there. Um, they have a cool outdoor environment. 
<laughs> time is up. All right, I'll, I'll end with they have a couple of Okay, so I think that was, I think I made a pretty good argument. You did pretty well. I'll, I'll <laughs> give you man. that. Um, for someone that uh, didn't really know the franchise, know what they were going to talk about, I think you did pretty well considering. Thanks, man. Thanks. I'm interested to see what you've got to uh, to um, to say here. So, all right, this is just your initial argument and we'll, we'll I guess, shut down points afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how, you ready to go? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm, I'm feeling not overly confident because, yeah, this, this franchise... <laughs> is as alien to me um, as just about anything, but um, I'm going to give it a good old college try. All right, my friend. All right. Uh, All right. I'm about to start your clock. You ready? Yes. All right. Three, two, one, go. Shenmue 3, announced in 2015, I should say, via way of much hype at E3, has been delayed three fucking times already. Three times... Now coming out in August 2019 in asterisks. Uh, obviously, you talked about the, the positive press on the Kickstarter, but it's pretty terrifying when Suzuki himself has said for Shenmue 3 to be a true open world game, the campaign would need to raise at least $10 million. So they're not even there. They're at 80% of the money raised to make this game what it needs to be. And when the founder is saying that, that he would not be disappointed by a smaller figure, would work within a budget. This game sounds like it's going to be home brand right from the jump. Suzuki, not a telling tale, mate. Get your act together. I think that's about 60 seconds. That is about... You must have been keeping track of that yourself. That's bang on 60 seconds. All right, interesting, interesting. Two points. Two points you made there. That's all I need, mate. I feel like I can shut down two points um all right well how do you want to do this do you want to do you want to go first on the the shutting down of, of arguments it's 30 seconds do with it what you will whether you want to i guess add to that or if you want to just find more holes in my <laughs> in my <laughs> arguments i think there's probably a few okay uh, <laughs> okay i can i can try it so have i got 30 seconds or 60 seconds as a counter because it's pretty lean what do you think's 30? fair here like we, we we haven't really this is the first run do you think 30 do you think 60 maybe 60 60 goes quick yeah, 60 does go quick. All right, we'll do 60 seconds. All right, let me know when you're ready. You good? All right, let's go. All right, your time starts now. So first and foremost, protagonist Ryu, martial artist. You are the paint-by-numbers D-grade equivalent of Ryu from Street Fighter. Get out of here. Make a protagonist you can actually care about. The graphics in this game look like they have been around since the PlayStation 2. Anyone that's seen any gameplay, any demo clips, any bloody cinematic trailers would be very, very disappointed. I don't even know what the fucking story's about in this. Like, he's coming back to seek vengeance after someone attacked his dad. Day and night life cycles, they've been around for quite some time, Dream. Day and night life cycles have been around (laughs) since the beginning of gaming time. Gambling, same thing. Kids, you can jump online right now and play like online poker for free. <laughs> free of charge. You don't even have to buy the game or fund it on fucking Kickstarter. Jump onto like PokerStars online. You can get on there for free and get your gambling experience. Massive hole in that debate there, Dream. But it goes back to the Kickstarter money required. $10 million was the goal right, to make this that's, game that's good. 7.1 or whatever it is. Not good. That's 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 your minute. I'm... I'm like mildly concerned that we're really advocating for people to gamble under 18. Uh, <laughs> we're just, yeah, that's we're true, just giving, giving everyone creative ways to gamble. 
Um, cool. All right. Good arguments. Good arguments. Interesting. Interesting. I had okay. no idea where I was going with any of this. Oh, uh, yeah. That's no, just a good, it's a good old fashioned rant. That's yeah. all it is. Um, all right. Tell me when you're ready and I'll, I'll hit the go button. I'm good. I'm just going to. Again, you got 60 go seconds to change my mind. All right. Let me know. Three, two, one, go. Okay, Brennan, your first point was that it was delayed three times. We all know that anything that is good is worth waiting for. Um, you said that it's only raised $10 million, which is 80% of its budget. But, oh, sorry, it's only raised seven instead of the, the goal of 10. The initial goal was two. So all he's trying to do, whatever your man's name is, is just uh, hit stretch goals now. And it's it's all about um, style, substance over style, mate. It's not about you know having the flashes graphics. It's about what's in there. And everyone knows that Shenmue is all about like the little things you can do, like shopping. Everyone wants to go and go shopping. <laughs> thirty um, seconds. I want to. I want to. I want to spend my last thirty seconds addressing uh, your point on gambling. Um, it, you actually can't gamble online in Australia anymore. Um, they've shut it all down, so you you can't just jump on and play poker for free, or at least you can't play for money. And everyone knows if you're not playing for money, you're not playing at all. So the only real way to learn the robes is by using um, Shenmue currency, getting involved in the Shenmue game. <laughs> Um, you talked about Ryo uh, being a shitty protagonist. This is a straight up revenge series, man. He's going after his father's killer, and he's Time looking up. for Land D. Oh. All right. Well, I'll, I'll respect the I'll respect the, the stopwatch. <laughs> you need to respect the Google stopwatch. It is the holiest of holies as far as stopwatches go. Um, I think not bad, not bad, not not a bad little start to a, a debate bit. <laughs> Probably not our finest work, but uh. There's definitely some uh, some positives to take out of there. Uh, I think the biggest thing we need to probably emphasize on is, yes, we do not recommend to try and become a gambler, professional or otherwise, whoa, whoa, under the age of 18. Don't put words in my mouth here. Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about it, man. No, I'm joking. Of course we're joking. Uh, maybe maybe Shenmue is is the is that environment, environment to, uh, you know, cut those teeth on initially before you head down to the casino or some back alley and throw some dice who the fuck knows but um i don't know i i don't know who the winner is of this definitely not the listeners that's for sure (laughs) i think we did 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 well for this is this is us arguing about something we could not care less about yes but we brought we brought a good level of passion that's that's the the great thing of this uh debate bit but passion. yeah, Shenmue 3 coming out August 27th, 2019, potentially, um, because yes, this game's been delayed many, many times, uh, three times so far. Let's see if they can get to the quad and push this into 2020, or maybe they turn around and say they need more money again, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a franchise that's that means nothing to either of us. It means plenty to a lot out there, obviously, hence the support on Kickstarter and things, but... I don't know. Who wins this thing? You decide, listeners. You let us know. Okay. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. That's that's a good way to do it. They can be impartial and uh, give us their good, honest feedback over uh, who did slightly less worse than the other. That was a lot of fun. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll polish the debate bit and I guess hopefully it'll come back soon. Yeah, and, and we were talking one once... or another. Yeah, once, once we get the full trio back together, I think that'll be a good way to have a impartial adjudicator who can sort of chair these debates when we do bring them out and we'll we'll add some nice polish to it and and make it something to be proud of but at the moment shenmue 3 thank you for being the first victim on debate bit (laughs) see you in august 27 we think we think yeah 
should we should we, we wrap touch it up there? again yes we should anything you want to say uh before we close this episode down for another week <clears throat> um listen to deaf heaven i've been listening to a lot of deaf heaven this week love deaf heaven i don't even listen. know what that is it's a good band good band okay yeah, they were they were in Sydney recently. Do you say Deaf Heaven or Deaf? Yeah, D D A F. Okay, Deaf, Deaf Heaven. Yeah, give it a crack. Mm. We just finished watching all three seasons of The Good Place. Great show, big fan. Yeah. I'm all about that. Yeah, we binged the heck out of that this past week. Um, really, really good, light-hearted comedy with some nice sort of heartstring-related pulling. I, I I like the themes and the tones that they sort of weave in in between the comedy. It's it's really good. I know, we're try- I know we're trying to wrap up. Do- can I just say um, I'm loving Black Monday on Stan right now. That show's incredible. And I actually also like, have you been watching, um, what's the one with Daniel Radcliffe? And, um, oh, I haven't watched any of that yet. That's one? on Stan oh, too, right? It's called- yeah, it is on Stan. Um, it's the one with Daniel Radcliffe and Steve Buscemi's playing God. Um, the whole thing is that God's trying to just end the world. Uh, it's cool. Watch them both. I think they're both okay. good shows. Yeah. And also get your hands on a copy of Devil May Cry 5 smash it out before division two drops in the next week and um keep playing apex legends 50 million players huge wow Wow. anyway that is huge this has been the hungry game is episode 142 thank you all for stopping by and giving it a listen while you're there head on over to audiotechnica.com.au to check out the best in audio based equipment we're talking headphones microphones turntables gaming headsets streetwear you name it it's all there Buy it all because it is the best and it will serve you well in no matter what aspect of life you want to use this equipment in. Uh, we stand by it and have since our inception way back in 2016. So uh, yeah, this has been The Hungry Gamers. I have been Brendan. That has been Dream. Find him at Slim TD. Find me at Brendan8Bit and find us all at We Are 8Bit. Until next week, 8Bit Nation, much love. Stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, one of many gaming and geek culture related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8-Bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry.